Hello, this is Tom Stever with Soil Smart, a podcast from the Soil Health Partnership. In our podcasts, we're talking soil health, why it matters, the ag practices that foster it, and the farmers who live it. Today, we're talking to Eastern Iowa farmer John Maxwell about his family's Cinnamon Ridge Farm and about his views on the importance of public outreach. John Maxwell is the Soil Health Partnership Exceptional Educator Award winner. I did receive the education award, and I'm I'm very grateful and humbled by it all, and I'm very thankful that that it was done. It it really was a lot of people, but I just happened to be the one in there getting the award. As to the why, we um, make it a concentration on our farm to not only do corn and soybeans and dairy and beef and hogs, but we also want to educate the public. And we do it in so many different ways. We see about 7,000 people on our farm, about 3,000 kids. And the most important piece of that is the parents that come with it. And we're wanting to educate the consumer as to the food being safe, the food being nutritious, and all the things that surround that. The other practices we do, we also have foreigners come and learn about farming, and we educate them as well. And then about 2,000 visitors come that are domestic folks that really don't know much, such as the road scholars. There's a group of people that bring a busload, and you talk about this is American agriculture. And I like to put together the technology of farming, the drones, and all the things that we're learning here at the Soil Health Conference. This is my learning process. When I come to these conferences, I learn, I go back to the farm, I practice them. Some of them work for me, some of them don't. And the ones that work for me, then I educate myself enough that I can teach it. And so that is a big part of it all, too. So you make a difference one person at a time. It's just like how to eat an elephant. One bite at a time, and you've got this whole world in front of you, and you just keep educating, and every day you get up, and if you got one more, you're one more ahead. John, how did you get into this? How did you begin to get people on your farm to uh, teach them? The very first time is through my own kids. My preschool teacher of my first child, Amy, who is back on the farm now, came and said, hey, would you mind having some kids come out to your farm? And so that was kind of inspiring for me. It was kind of fun for me. And I decided to pursue it a little bit more. In 1997, I was the winner of the Outstanding Farmers Award. And John Deere came to me and said, will you do tours for us? So that launched me into the adult tour business. In the John Deere way, they sent me to school. They taught me education is the best thing that you can do for a tour. So I surround each and every tour with education, and I want my guest to go away smarter than when they came. So that is the goal every time. And I have now different presentations for different groups that I think would interest them. Someone from the city doesn't want to know how many seeds per acre I plant or how far the seed is, but they are excited about how we can make corn into something that they use in their own life. You mentioned row crops, dairy, hogs, any one of those things is uh, more than full time for any farmer. How do you find time to do the rest of this? In my role today, I have to be a great leader. I have to be an educator of the educators sometimes. I give a lot of tours, but also there are times when I'm at St. Louis 
Missouri at a soil health conference, somebody's got to be home making sure that that education goes on for the visitors that come. So today it would be my wife, Joan. She happened to be back from a Women in Agriculture conference because she's very active on the farm as well and does just as much as I do and does all the tourism that I do. If we're both gone, we have people that have protocols and have been educated and are from farms to educate them. And so, like I said, I'm blessed all the way. I, I just happen to be the guy that's standing in front of the room with the award in his hand. But there are a lot of people that made that possible, including all the media folks that have promoted Cinnamon Ridge and promoted what we do, because it's all of us, all of us that will feed the world, every single one of us. Do you have instances, do you have evidence perhaps of changed minds through what you're doing at Cinnamon Ridge? Because there are people who would be opposed to what modern agriculture is doing these days. Do you see yourself changing minds? We see it all the time. I'll tell you, one of the stories that really inspired me was the judge that decided the Des Moines Waterworks case years before he became a judge, was on my farm. And I educated him about water because of soil health and clean water. And he came to me after he made the ruling and he said, it was my visit to your farm that helped decide that case. And he said, thank you to me. And I said, no, thank you. And there are a lot of folks that appreciate your education that made it possible. What's in the future for Cinnamon Ridge and for teaching people? It's unlimited. There are a lot of people that still need to be educated out there, Tom. That's just a great vast majority. So we're coming up with different ways that people can come out to the farm. Joan is wanting to uh, have some cooking times in the winter to make mozzarella cheese in your home or those sorts of things. Any way we can connect with food and agriculture, we're trying to do it. We're trying to grow the kid part. This next year, we're going to put a display and an education about monarch butterflies. Any way we can connect, we want to get that done, and that made that possible. Thanks for joining us for Soil Smart. To find more podcasts and information from the Soil Health Partnership, go to soilhealthpartnership.org or subscribe through iTunes or Google Play.